0: Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing. There is a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone, Meet Me in the Field is back! Yeah, to wishing you all a most marvelous 2020. I do feel I need to make an announcement though. My cat and most Regular meet me in the field bomber, as in photo bomber, passed away on 19 December. He's marching in on recording sessions and demanding attention will be greatly missed. We entered this year with a bang. I spoke to photographer Robbie for our first episode. I do not know Robbie very well, but a few weeks ago he shared something and I just knew I had to have him in the meet me in the field black chair. I am so happy I took the plunge and asked him because it turned out to be a most special chat. You can find Robbie's photography on Facebook if you go to Facebook and you put in Robert Whittle's photography. That is Whittle's, W I T T L E S, Robert Whittle's photography. This podcast is supported by the first layer, the 12 step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There is also a 24-day step coaching and counselling programme available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddie.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life Anon, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me directly on any of my social media platforms. This is Robbie's story. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What do you prefer, Rob or Robbie? Either one. Either one. Cool. I've got you down as Robbie so far. So, Perfect. Robbie, welcome to Meet Me in the Field. Hi, oh, thank you. Awesome to have you here on a windy, what day is it, Tuesday? Windy Tuesday afternoon. That is Tuesday. Thanks for taking, <laughs> the, time. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time, really appreciate it. Tell me, where are you from?
1: Originally, I'm from Johannesburg. Ah! Can't hang over. Where in Johannesburg? Uh, born in Santon Clinic, grew up four ways, other side of the drain, <laughs> and then moved around a lot. Okay. Why? What did father do? adopted father or birth father (laughs) (laughs) so birth father have absolutely no idea what he did i know we we ran from the law a lot Uh, very abusive growing up Mm. adopted father started a company which is one of the top it companies in the world oh wow wow yeah
0: Resented him a lot for it. Well, if if you're going to get get adopted, then at least get get adopted by one of those. Yeah,
1: but when he adopted me, he was broke.
0: So that was the beauty of it. So you had the privilege of standing back and seeing how somebody actually makes something of their lives. Pretty much, yeah. That's wonderful. When I was present. (laughs) Which I gather wasn't a lot. (laughs) How old are you now?
1: Only twenty-four.
0: Oh my god, you're young. Oh I could have been your I could have been your father. <laughs> <laughs> and you work as a photographer. Yeah. How did that happen? So growing up
1: as a kid, I'm not sure if you remember the magazine Pix Magazine. It was a top photography magazine oh. in South Africa. Yeah. No. Was a family friend, was the owner.
0: Okay.
1: And She saw I had an eye for it, so she taught me when I was young. Cool. And then whenever I could get my hands on a camera, I would. And being quite an introverted person, I don't know how to express or articulate my words correctly most of the time. So, having a camera almost allowed me to show other people what I saw that they couldn't. Okay. And then I just got full of my job this year and I decided to quit. (laughs) Is it? So then I decided to take a leap on my dream.
0: That is fucking awesome. Well done. <laughs> Shut <Shots. laughs> I I once read a really, really interesting thing is if you're not building your dream, you're working on somebody else's. Not correct. And I suddenly realized, fuck, that's true. Why do I want to spend my time building somebody else's dream?
1: And then you sat uh, up at night and thinking, oh,
0: but I could do this. I should exactly. have done that. Yeah. And you hate the fucking boss that you're working for. Oh, fucking And, hate. <laughs> and all those type of things. So, so yeah. Um, but it also took me to get retrenched to take that leap and it was it was fucking traumatic but i'm so grateful that i did that so how does it feel but how's it working out is it
1: it's working all nice it's very stressful comes with a lot of belief in self Ah, ah, i know
0: i know that feeling a lot of self-doubt yes
1: (laughs) but every day it's just like okay, cool let's do it awesome
0: I had the same experience, and then I called somebody who you'll probably know. Oh, she's actually on this program. I think she was one of the first few episodes of The Healer.
1: Okay, I know and I exactly s- who you're talking about. <laughs> and I said to her,
0: girlfriend, I've got a problem, because I'm now a counselor, and I need to get the name out there, but I'm too afraid to send an email. I'm too afraid to, to do a social media posting. I'm, I'm, I'm too afraid. I just don't believe And she came in here and we did an emotional freedom tapping session and a matrix reinprinting session, and she removed my fear. It was absolutely amazing. That's
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: And since then, I have been very vocal up to a point where somebody told me I'd have to fuck off on social media. And of course, my my first response was to start typing, and then I realized. Top review, you you just wrote a book about not reacting but responding appropriately. You are now reacting. Okay, dude, stand back. Delete, 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 delete. delete, delete, and, then wrote, a, delete. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote a mail that said, thank you for your input. It's appreciated. I'll take that to heart." And I did, because I, I think I'm less militaristic and less vocal about it. But it's amazing how we just, just jump in there. So did you grow up with a sense of religion, a sense of spirituality? That's always a hard one. So... <laughs> My nana was Christian. Okay. That's uh, your grandmother?
1: Yes. Yes, cool. Um, baptized as an Anglican. Okay. Went to Sunday school when I was forced. Yeah. But then my mom was in astrology, crystal healing, and... Why were they surprised? I, I felt
0: this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it was always this like confused dynamic. It's like, what is it? The religious God, or is it more of... The vibrations of the earth. Yeah. Which set me on I think actually set me on my journey on countless of experimenting on different religions and that.
0: Okay. So you you did feel the need to to have a kind of a spiritual home. Yeah. So you so you went looking for, for something that will that will fit Robbie.
1: Yeah, so I always did
0: that. And did you find anything?
1: Not really, eh? Alistair Crowley came close, but not that close.
0: (laughs) Alistair who? Crowley. Don't know. Uh, Satanism. oh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank God I don't know that (laughs) Not judging, not judging. (laughs) Just saying. I I have enough shit on my plate. (laughs) I had enough shit on my plate. Thank God I didn't go there as well.
1: No pentagrams here, please. Um, So I always seeked. So I was an altar boy at one stage. But if I have to be brutally honest now, that altar boy was just a front because I was dealing drugs in the chapel and it was the easiest place people not to find a drug dealer. Oh my God. Um, so while everyone else was in church, I could at least do my drugs in the vestry and not potters in the church. So that was pretty much of a front.
0: So I showed everyone else. <laughs> <Okay>, that. That's <laughs> a new one. I thought I was hectic to have sex with a guy in the church, <laughs> in the church toilets after, after an NA meeting. <laughs> I, I think we've got competition here for each just <laughs>
1: so there was a bit of a front so everyone thought I was this big spiritual young teenager giving my life to Jesus Christ but at school nobody's gonna come search the chapel at break and find you sitting on the altar smoking a doobie yeah so I found out the best front okay but in that I learnt the bible very well okay cool so I know the scriptures very well then I got expelled Huge resentment towards the church
0: Because of drugs?
1: Yes okay. So I was I was caught dealing At school In oh. grade 9 um, Ended up in the Star newspaper Oh my word Due to my dad's business And everything My name oh, has to be covered fuck. up and Oh I was, I, was company, scandal. I was just about to take off So Shit Some groot Um <laughs> <laughs> And then I went for a confession And in my hearing, the priest actually reread my confession. So, I grew a big resentment to.
0: Oh my word!
1: So I grew a massive resentment towards the church because of that. Breaking up. Fucking hell! That's awful. Yeah I know. So I was. I didn't know how to (laughs)
0: react. (laughs) I don't even know how to react for for those people who I know you can't see me, but my jaws on the floor. (laughs) That's is the right word, sacrilege. It's... <laughs> you say satanic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of those. So I pushed away from the church.
0: I get that completely.
1: And for about a year, I just went haywire. Okay. That was my grade 10 year. Got expelled from that school as well. And then I went into a Jewish school. So I tried Judaism. So I did Friday Shabbat. So I did Shabbat. So I did... I did all of that. I had my little pink yamaka But if you saw me, I was probably one confused child. I had a pink yamaka. Crucifix and then my Hindu bangle on my hand as well because I'd also go to the temple on Fridays with my Muslim friends.
0: How did your family take to you? I was never home. Okay, (laughs) so they don't
1: really know. They don't necessarily know, no. (laughs) I think my mom's jaw would probably drop if she knew I had a big (laughs) yarmulke.
0: Just just to be.
1: I was the only one there. Okay, what what the fuck? He gives a
0: colour in gives a colour Any, 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 any colour <laughs> is a colour
1: Just take a colour So Yeah, I was always trying to find A sense of a higher power And then I ended up in the bush Lived out of a tent for like Nine months And I almost started to connect to Like Nature For ah. some reason I always felt like Me and nature If it wasn't the drugs It was nature Cool But then I thought the combo of drugs and nature and, you know, like psychedelics. Mm. So then I became the hippie.
0: Ah. And where where (laughs) on earth were you then?
1: How much time do you have?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so where, where was your tent pitched? Or did you move around?
1: I moved around. Okay. So I was in the Eastern
0: Cape. Because... You 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 saw a photo in one of my books and you said that looks like like Hogsback. Hogsback. So oh, was that beautiful. one of the That's isn't Hogsback the amazing? Oh, no, it's beautiful. I so ate the best pizza I've ever ate, eaten in Hogsback, by the way. Best best pizza. Yeah, I can't remember the place's name.
1: I think I know exactly what you're talking about though. It had it's a small wooden wall mm. and then if you look yeah. over there's pig like those little pigs on the side. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got it. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> And everyone's running around, tripping on trees.
0: <laughs> well, we were fortunately there at night, so it was all okay.
1: Now, those noises you heard weren't pigs. <laughs> <laughs> so I took residence up on top of the mountain. Okay. Absolutely beautiful Whoa, there. Oh, it's a beautiful spot. You just see darkness on one side and then lights on the other side. Fucking cold though, But it's, it's beautiful there. Yeah.
0: So you were now what? 16, 17 years old? Eighteen. Eighteen. I was eighteen and, at that stage. And how? Living alone in a tent. And I had like I lived with a group of.
1: Okay, so you weren't alone. No, no I wasn't alone. Okay. I lived with a group of some people. Yeah, we just decided to get our bags and travel. Okay.
0: Okay. Because if you tell me alone in a tent in the mountain, I will be fucking scared. And I don't exactly know of what, but I know I will be scared.
1: Have we got some hectic encounters? Is it? So, uh, on the Wedding Cape, Junes, even the one time, guns went off and they thought, we were Palamon smugglers. and. Oh, my word. Uh, yeah, there was no talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that was probably about the ninth time in my life I started to kill this time I'm going to die. Mm. After about three and a half hours of lying in the sand, butt naked with,
0: what is it? Handcuffs. Cable ties. Oh, cable ties.
1: With my face in the sand. And then mm. I found out that it was some of our friends playing pranks on us. They took the 308, the shotgun, no. and the 9 and releasing live rounds. The
0: <laughs> yes, that, there are some things that are funny and some things that are fucking that funny. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that was <is> fucking not funny. not <laughs> funny.
1: So yeah, and then after that moved towns again, moved about every three months. It's just that caused a lot of shit wherever I went. And then I studied, started studying to be become hospitality management but was more time with the Songormans. Okay. So I thought, okay, if this doesn't work, let me try the yang and Sangoma part, which I found absolutely amazing. Cool. Learned so much. The only problem is you know, not allowed chemicals while being a Sangoma. Ah. So I kind of got kicked out the retreat. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I I definitely see some abandonment and rejection issues. (laughs) No, all the time. Nobody, nobody wants me. Everybody hates me. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: so, I think I almost self-sabotaged all the time I got close to something. If I have to look back now. So then after that, I was just like, fuck the world, fuck everyone. Where's Crowley? Ah. Started practicing Satanism when Fucking deep Where I couldn't even Recognize myself anymore Oh my word uh, Yeah I know To a point where You know when they say You can walk into a room And it's cold I could got to that point Like you would breathe In my room And I would literally be like I don't know if I was I was just hallucinating Or But I was freezing in that room But the guards wouldn't come Anywhere near it Because I was always bur- Burning in Pempu as well And so like the police wouldn't even come here because they're like, this there's, there's bad juju. Oh <laughs> my and word. And I, I felt like I lost myself in plates I believe I got possessed. And then I ended up in the eastern cape again further down the ghost. And I met another son Goldman they gave me a hydrotetrahedron. And they I gave you what? A hydrotetrahedron. Okay. So it's an amulet. Okay. Casting away bad energy. And I just remember sitting meditating on the dunes and then all of a sudden I felt like I just burst into tears, and I found like I found myself again, almost like I felt something leave, and I found my felt myself come back. Wow! Something I, I still cannot explain. I love those things. I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's, it it doesn't make sense to the human mind. Mm. It's the
0: highest higher consciousness. It's Like the day I asked for help for my for my addiction, I had no intention of speaking the words that came out of my mouth
1: for some reason it just it some just other comes.
0: words come out of my mouth I think I get what you're saying yeah but then that was an amazing
1: thing it's interesting you brought that up because four days later I found myself in a rehab oh my word yeah after the cops arresting me and attempting <laughs> a homicide on people and oh my so, god so I found myself on top of a bridge wanting to actually kill myself before I went into rehab and understanding my high power at that stage, was the spread of the universe. So, spread of the north is a white owl, the owl of wisdom. I love
0: owls. Reason oh, beautiful!
1: I've got an owl tattoo he on my chest. He shows me his tattoo of on his <laughs> chest.
0: Awesome! I love owls. So,
1: which was odd because now, in Eastern Cape, standing on a bridge, about to commit suicide, all of a sudden just drop to my knees and just scream, "If you fucking exist, fucking prove to me." Yeah. Then all of a sudden, a white owl flew over my head and landed. You're not serious. And I know because I was sober. I was not on any hallucinogenics. I wasn't on any Means nothing. And <laughs> I, I still can't understand it's my thing. And from then, I started to actually truly believe that there was something out there. Yeah. And that's when my, I believe my spiritual journey actually started. Like properly, properly, properly. Yes, I was diffing and diving and... But sitting back now, do I realize how all religions that I I practiced all different healers I visited and learned from, how it actually all ties together?
0: They all contribute somehow to the beings we are today. (laughs) I I love that. It was one of the most amazing (gasps) days in my life where I suddenly realized that each one of my past experiences contribute to who I am today. Exactly. And frankly, I fucking like myself today. So... All of those experiences, bring it on. I, I, I welcome them, oh. and that's kind of what I what I hear from you as well.
1: No, so, a guy that actually helped me get get keen, his name is Don Tate. I'm sure, you know Don, um, infamous lawyer in Canada. Ah, no, I don't know. Mr. Don Tate. Tate.
0: No, I'll have to look so, up. So,
1: the rest is all he this here. Oh no. Um, being the biggest infamous lawyer in Canada. How how the, the hell did a Canadian lawyer get involved with you? He was working at the treatment center all that. Okay. And the only reason it popped up to my head now because you said bring it on. And he had that tattoo on his forearm. Okay. And he believes no matter what comes your way, bring it on. As he once told me, I always used to come to him and be like, you're done, but why me? I, I like this. And he always looked at me like, with this crazy voice. and be like, why the fuck not you? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'd be like, well, why couldn't be there? He goes, so you think you don't deserve pain? The beauty of pain and fucking trauma. Suck it up. Oh, I could never understand it. Oh, but then as like my journey continued, I started to realise how beautiful trauma, pain. Like at the at the time, yes, it's not fucking no. pleasant. But once you get out of it, you actually realize how beautiful it is.
0: We need to learn to, to open our arms to it. We Precisely. can't, we can't fight, fight it for the rest of our lives. At some stage, we need to say, come. Let, let's welcome the pain. Let's welcome the trauma. The minute we befriend it, we can work with it. But until then, it's just impossible.
1: Exactly. It's something I've always looked by. Yeah, I might get it wrong now. Things only change once circumstances of the pain allows you to change. Mm. If there's no pain, you won't change. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And it's very true.
1: I never understood that. Yeah. Like, that's what I love about Buddhist philosophy. Life is suffering. Life is suffering. Without suffering. I can't help anyone else. Mm. I can't love anyone else. And only once I start to realize that, I realize the great divine in all of it. I'm supposed to feel this shit. So maybe one month from now, 10 years from now, I can help someone else get through that yes,
0: shit. Absolutely. That, that happened with me when I went into withdrawal <coughs> from sex addiction. Fuck, it was the worst withdrawal I've had. I had full blown panic attacks. And I yes. called my counselor, he wasn't on his, he wasn't available, I called my sponsor, he wasn't available, I called my counselor, he wasn't available, I called my sponsor, he wasn't available. Meanwhile, I'm freaking the fuck out. <laughs> And um, eventually my counselor calls me back and I said to him, I don't know what's going on. I've got heart palpitations. I'm sweating. And, 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 and I described all that. He said, Oh my God, you've got withdrawal. That's amazing. You're becoming what, a fucking human. What the <laughs> fuck is amazing about that? He said, because imagine the, the, the experience you've got to share with the newcomers. Fuck the newcomers. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back today, the amount of time I've shared my experience of withdrawal with new people in, 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 in sex addiction. It's beyond. So hey, I'm, just, it's, I'm, I'm so grateful for what I've gone through. I, I cannot agree
1: more. It's like I remember finding my sponsor one time. I think it was my first breakup in recovery.
0: Ah. Ooh, and we all go through those. Oh,
1: <laughs> like, you know, you think you found the one and they're going to be there for you, you're fully committed to the person. Mm. Not like back inactive where it's just like, you, I'm just here for like free accommodation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the fact that I get blown in the process. Of d- 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 Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> it's makes it free accommodation so much. <laughs> it's like, I get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid to live for free. <laughs> I can live with
1: that. So, I just remember pulling off the road. I couldn't even see the road I was crying so much. Mm. I find my sponsor. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, there's pain. I feel like I'm gonna kill myself and take drugs. He goes, so do you feel like shit. I'm like, yeah. He's like, are oh, you becoming fucking human?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the human. Fuck room. you. <laughs> <laughs> I put the phone down. Like, in rage. You know, that's what normal people feel. <laughs> oh my god, I want to be normal. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you stand today? Oh, before I forget. Yes. Here's a little armband for you as a thank you gift for being a guest on Meet Me in the Field. Oh, thank you. And if you don't like to wear it, give it to uh, somebody else you like.
1: I always need an ankle bracelet. Yes. As being a surfer, I lost my...
0: I'll wear my sober and sexy thing about my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, sorry, back to the question. So, where do you stand today? In what sense? In terms of, of, of do you have a clearer picture of... of, of a, a, a sort of spirituality that you subscribe to or is it still whatever works for you? Um, energies coming to you in the universe?
1: So to be honest I believe everything's connected. Cool. So mine is everything. Awesome. As I believe we all come from stardust everything is stardust. Anything that has a thought process or anything that can grow has a soul I believe. Even down to a tree. Um, yeah, I'm that weird creepy guy. Um, but that's the way I believe it and because if I have to think back the amounts I've even learned just from nature just from studying birds Mm -hmm. like I can remember sitting outside the surf shop one day and there was just this little bird just hopping and picking up pellets
0: why do you think I've got two bird feeders in front of my my uh, counselling room they're fascinating like to I, watch invite, I, I, I love it, and every now and then I see a bird that I've, that that hasn't been here, so I need to go and buy bird food for that top one. Um, and my my psychologist, my supervisor, has a she's got a huge tree outside her counselling room, and she, but she's two kilometres down the road, and she gets species of birds that I don't get yet So half our session is talking about the fascinating how yeah, the birds, the birds are. are, and I'm paying her for that. <laughs> sorry so the, the bird thing I, I get that
1: that's interesting seeing how they interact with other mm. birds and just how they keep it so simple yeah it's like the thing that always flabbergasts me as a human a bird has a beak we got hands have you ever tried to build a fucking nest no <laughs> I can tell you it'll be a fucking epic film I've tried many times but a blade of grass and they can weave it yeah some, something that not so simple mm. so I was just watching this bird like picking off the ground and making a nest but then it's also going down to the point where as being a surfer so for those who understand the 12 steps I almost broke down surfing into the 12 steps okay so I'm powerless step into the ocean you have no sense of fucking power
0: yeah
1: um, big blue will wipe you out if it wants to wipe you absolutely out absolutely yeah so you're absolutely fucking powerless.
0: I'm fucking horrified at <laughs> swimming in the sea. I'm not a good swimmer, so the, the sea scares me.
1: I, I'm a surfer and the sea scares me as well. Cool. Because you that's, never that's know That's a healthy fear. You never know. Because you can't comprehend the power mm, of it. Yeah. If I think I can control the power, I'm fucking insane. Absolutely. Then every time I step into that ocean, I'm handing my life over it because yeah. I don't know if a shark's going to take me out I don't know if a rock's going to knock me unconscious I don't know if I'm going to drown Absolutely. anything can happen I don't yeah. know if a riptide's going to pull me out step four while I'm in there I'm actually into like a meditative state so you're thinking about yourself reflecting about your day and everything almost close to a step ten
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and it's weird how if you're surfing with a friend or you're in a comfortable place with someone how vulnerable you get Hmm. so at backline people think surfers are talking about these chicks or this or that or jobs but we're actually mainly talking about our problems because oh, no wonderful. one else can hear us Yeah. so there you're doing like a mini step 5 then someone <laughs> drops beautiful. onto your wave and it's like now I can't act like a fucking cunt I need to practice my spirituality let's take away my shortcomings <laughs> I love it same with step 7 then step 8 is if I've dropped onto someone's wave or I did act on a character defect yeah. and the person who's a fucking cunt and was get off my way I'm listing that in my head and then I'm actually going to go apologize to that sofa to keep the peace
0: Yeah.
1: because we all shaka and nali you know <laughs> and then while I'm out there I'm meditating Why, when you're on a wave or you're waiting for a wave it's like nothing else exists so that's where your step 11 comes mm. in almost I'm having a conscious contact with a higher power I'm watching and I'm listening Yeah. and one thing someone said to me the one time and it it took me back that wave has traveled millions and millions of miles with the frequency and you the one who gets to feel that frequency you the one who gets to ride it as surfers what an honor it's it's amazing so when a friend drops on my wave I don't shout because having the honor to share that frequency with someone Mm. oh my god that's amazing and you'll just see how the energy levels just shoot up Like you cannot describe it and then it's Then it comes to the step 12 part of it I believe After having a spiritual awakening Because you're in there you, you feel free You always feel like You've just taken a Hole of Chango or Skeletium The way you feel <laughs> yeah. But like on a natural Sober yeah. state And then you see the little kids We call groms Groms Grommets <laughs> um, <laughs> Sweet And they try to get onto the waves But their boards are too short So you'll paddle behind them And you push them on oh, and then you protect your grommets yeah. from other people who are outsiders. So there's your step 12. You're helping the, yeah. younger, the, the younger guys. If someone falls or breaks their board, you're there to the water helping them. So essentially, it's, what I love about the 12 steps is that you could break it into anything in life. Mm. That's why I believe it's not just for addicts. It's for every
0: single person yeah. because it allows you to have that spiritual awakening absolutely exactly what this book of mine is about the new book <laughs> no, precisely <And laughs> the 12 steps for non-addicts yes <laughs> that's why I find it fascinating yeah.
1: like, I believe if every single person in this world just worked the 12 steps everyone would stop being fucking cunts
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. totally so <laughs> totally so and I, when I talk to people about this new book I, I, I honestly say without trying to be arrogant this book could change the world no, it could easily if, 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 if we can get a lot of people to, 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 to work this This can change the world. But that is a most amazing analogy. That is beautiful. So how often do you surf? So, before I moved to the Western Cape here, which I've been here for, what's now?
1: December. About a year and a half. I haven't surfed as much. I'll get to that reason why though. So I was from KZN. I used to surf about six hours a day, including work. So it was my life. As I've got tattoos of surfing all over me. But the reason why it stopped is... I was doing gardening the one day and I ended up actually chopping off my toe. Oh my god. (gasps) (laughs)
0: Gee
1: whiskers. So I literally have no balance in my right foot anymore. Oh my word. And the western Cape water is... (laughs) Fucking cold, to put it politely. (laughs) That my nerves haven't fully connected. So, after cold water for too long, I get a shock impulse down my whole leg. So, it's too unbearable to actually be in the water. Oh, my word. So, that's where I've had to learn to practice my spirituality in other ways now. Because the ocean was my sacred. Yeah. place, my connection with my power, but then God's plan. Yeah. I believe nothing happens for my mistake. That was taken away from me. Hmm. So, from living here for about a year and a half, I think I've served only six times. Okay, I know. Worth about 30-minute sessions each. Yeah.
0: Oi. <laughs> and how much does your soul miss it?
1: Let's say I still have all my pictures on my waves up. I still want to get more wave tattoos. Oh, wonderful. To a point where I've got this little spot by Kukul by Ah. Where at least twice a week I'll still drive every single night to go sit and watch there. Mm. Just to sit, the, sit and watch the waves, even though... I know I can do it, but it's just too painful to surf now. Yeah. But yet I still get the relief of just watching it. Oh, wonderful. So that's where it's led me to believe that I can learn from anyone. So what I can learn from a CEO, I can learn from a hobo. So at one stage I was a homeless. So i take the time out to actually sit with people on the streets. and actually I know all their stories. All the car guards... Around me, I know all their names, all their children's names, their wives' names. It was the one guy's birthday yesterday. Took him out for dinner. Took him for... Oh, well, no, I'm taking him out for dinner next week. I bought him a birthday present because it's 21st, but he's homeless. So, I'm always willing to help God, people like their stories. I don't tell people this because it's not between anyone else. It's like I always sit with people and they think they're being spiritual and less ego, but they're taking a picture of giving... I hope by my knee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's the furthest thing from spirituality <laughs> yeah. so I believe from the scriptures he who puts himself first shall be last and he mm-hmm. who puts himself last shall be first I've started to live philosophy of life that way now. saying I just need to do what I need to do if I constantly do the next right thing help where I need to help think I will be looked after yeah. no matter what so yes, I can be oh. very success driven but I'm not money driven. Okay. Because I know everything will work out
0: somehow. Yeah. I was saying for as long as we turn our will and our lives over we will be yeah, cared for. It might not feel like it but we are. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Just like when people say this two shall pass. It might pass like a fucking kidney stone. Absolutely. But it
0: fucking passes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. Very true. But Robbie, I think on that note this is the best note we can to, to, to leave this. This was Wonderful. I'm so grateful that you agreed. Yeah, I'm thank so you glad so much, you did bro. this. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what I expected, but this definitely... No. I knew there was something. Because when I heard you the other night, as you were talking, I thought, I need to get this dude on this podcast. What
1: actually... I was actually wanting to ask you. What comment... What phrase I, made you think
0: that? I can't remember. Because I can't even remember the no. shape. <laughs> I, I remember very little of what happens in meetings. But while you were talking, there was this overwhelming, I need to get this guy on my podcast. And, and, and for me, that is trusting my gut. When I get this gut feel, I, I, I now know to trust it. it. It's there for a reason. You had a story to tell and I needed to get the story on, on, on whatever this audacity or Das it. Or does And I needed to, to, to get the story. So I'm extremely grateful. Thank you very much. No, thank you so And much enjoy the me. rest of your day. You too. Cheers. I love the energy of our chat. Robbie has in the meantime celebrated four years clean and sober. A huge thumbs up and congratulations to him on this amazing milestone. I wish him many, many, many more. I also wish him all the best on his journey life and with his photography. He does seem to have a great eye for it. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.co.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an I-E at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.